Hey guys, this is B from Arbitrary Advice, your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. My name is B, if you didn't know from the intro. The first thing I wanted to talk about was um, a life hack I just discovered. Um, so, if you have to take a nasty tasting medicine, <clears throat> suck on a Jolly Rancher first, and then tuck it into your cheek, and swallow the pill, and then immediately start sucking on the Jolly Rancher after it goes down. Obviously, this could be a choking hazard, so, like, do it at your own risk, but I've found that it's helpful, helpful. so I guess if you're worried about choking, you could suck on a Jolly Rancher or a lollipop, spit it out, swallow the medicine, and then stick it right back in your mouth. That could be a safer option, but still do it at your own risk, because, you know, don't need somebody choking and then suing me. Another thing I would suggest is uh, just having a chaser for your medicine, so like a Gatorade or something that tastes good. Although, I'll get into it probably in the future, but I had to take this nasty medicine, and I mixed it with another drink, and now I can't ever drink that drink again, so it was like a liquid medicine I had to take, but I'll get into that on another time. I wanted to take a minute to thank Andrew and Nate from Two Beards Please for shouting me out in their latest episode. Um, If you haven't, make sure you go check them out. I think they're hilarious. Uh, We message each other about about our episodes, and they're just some really awesome people. So I'm going to insert their promo real quick to give you a little taste of how funny they are. And um, I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't something care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media, as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. Okay, and I'm back. I hope you missed me. So, see, I told you, they are awesome. I also wanted to shout them out for sending me this playlist they made um, called TBP Road Mix, or, oh my goodness, TBP Road Trip Mixtape. They have it on Spotify, and I think they have it linked on their social media, so... Go check that out. I love listening to music, so I'm super excited to be listening to this playlist. Um, 
So yeah, um, you guys know the drill. Spread the love and go check their show, Two Beards Please Out. If you didn't listen to my last episode, I talked about a letter my second grade crush wrote to me, so I feel the need to explain why I still have the letter, because some people are like, why would you still have a letter from your crush? So, in my defense, because I feel like I didn't explain it, well, explain it well enough in the last episode, our teacher had us all write letters to each other. Um, so, like, we each wrote a letter to everyone in the class, and then she took all the letters that everybody wrote us and made it into a book. So, each of us got the letters from everyone else in a book for ourselves to keep. Um, so, I have everyone's letters to me, not just my crush's letter. And, yeah. That was just, you know, for the record, I just wanted to set it straight. I didn't keep it because I'm weird. I kept it because it's in the stack of all the ones from my real friends, minus, you know, the snitch. Um, I also wanted to pick another truth card from For the Girls, but it's packed away, so I'm going to have to get that. Packing is super annoying, but unpacking is the worst. In case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I just recently came back to school from winter break, and so, yeah, unpacking is not fun. Alright, let's see. Okay, this truth says, what is the biggest, what is the biggest relationship deal breaker for you? Um, I'm going to answer this as if I was single, because I'm not currently single. Um, I would say a deal breaker would be, well, I can name a few, if they have kids. That's a big no for me. No offense to people who have kids, but like, could not deal. Um, but I guess the biggest deal breaker for me with any kind of relationship, like not just like relationship relationship, but like friendship relationship is like lying. Um, that's a big no for me. Like I try to I try to tell the truth even when I'm, like, being brutally honest, um, even down to, like, oh, do I, does this shirt look cute on me? If I honestly don't think so, I'm gonna tell you no. (laughs) Because, you know, I just feel like honesty is the best policy, but it doesn't even have to be that extreme. Just, I don't know, I just, it doesn't sit right with me when I find out that somebody's lied to me about something, and if it's something small, whatever, but if it's something big... That just, it ruins all trust. So I would say biggest relationship deal breaker is lying. I hate it. And I wanted to, uh, I have a huge rant time, but I wanted to warn you guys about this one because I kind of went off the rails and, uh, writing my ideas for this down. So I just, with Valentine's Day fast approaching in about, what, like a month? Um, I have a bone to pick with some needy, high-maintenance bitches on social media. And I will first admit it, it takes one to know one. I'll call myself out, I'm very needy when it comes to relationships, and I'm pretty high-maintenance in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I'm not too big to admit that, but I do understand that not only my boyfriend, but, like, everyone my age doesn't have a lot of money. Um. So, you know, because we're all trying to just live life in college and, you know, not go broke. And even people my age that aren't in college, they're typically not at the top of the totem pole in their careers yet. So they're still not making bank yet. Um, So 
Anyways, my rant goes to the girls my age I see on Facebook complaining because their boyfriends aren't taking out a loan to take them to five-star restaurants where they wear fancy-ass clothes and wipe their asses with gold toilet paper in the bathroom before powdering their faces and eating caviar while drinking the finest of champagne. Like, they shut up already. The reality is, your boyfriend is 20-something, and we all broke bitches right now. Appreciate him. Now, I might have exaggerated slightly, but you get my point. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an anxious person. I'm, like, so not into anything flashy, um, and I'm more into just spending time with people and, like, chilling at home or at, like, low-key places. So, I mean, if it involves me staying in my comfort zone, then I'm all for it. Like, going to the movies is a pretty good date uh, to me because going to dinner and stuff like that is just not ideal for me. I've talked about it before, but like, and I know I need to get better, but I don't know. I hate going to restaurants. Um, I just get so anxious. Like, for example, I went out to lunch the other day and I was sitting in this restaurant fidgeting and like internally freaking the fuck out because I wanted to run so far away. And I was like in a situation where I couldn't just leave because I was, I think I explained this in the, in a past, um, in a past episode, but if I'm with people that I'm not close to, I can't, I don't think it's like acceptable for me to get up and walk away. So I had to sit there. But when I say I was freaking out the whole time, I like barely ate anything. Um, but yeah. People just make me really freaking nervous. So, like, going to, like, restaurants and stuff like that is not the moves. Like, today, I'm getting off on a tangent. Like, this rant is just going to be a huge-ass mess. But today, I went to the grocery store. It was super fucking packed. But I made myself go because I was like, I need groceries, number one. And number two, I need to start getting out in public more. So, today, I successfully went to the grocery store and was there for a long time without wearing headphones. So, small small step, but big for me. <laughs> um, and also, this is just all my opinion, and you don't have to agree, but I feel like spending that kind of money on a really nice date is, is totally okay sometimes. And it, I mean, obviously it's expected for major events, sure. Like, you know, uh, a wedding anniversary, or like, even a dating anniversary, or I don't know, a birthday maybe, but... I just think it's a waste to spend that kind of money all the time for a couple hours tops and, like, super unrealistic at our age. And, I mean, I'm just speaking for people like my age because I don't know about the life of people older than me yet because I haven't experienced it. But, I don't know. I'd rather spend, like, $20 or less on buying, like, a movie, snacks, and some drinks and having a movie night at home or something. And, yeah. So, my point is... Don't complain that your 20-something-year-old boyfriend isn't picking you up in a limo and taking you on a private jet to Paris to eat at the top of the Eiffel Tower while you look down on everyone below. Unless, since I always have to contradict myself on here, if he can afford it very easily, then by all means, let him do that. But also let me know what job he has because I might have to make some career changes. And to further contradict myself, I will also stand up for these girls if they're being ghosted, um their boyfriends don't do anything with them, or they just seem generally uninterested because that's not cool. And I can see how they're posting about how their boyfriend doesn't do anything for them if, if they're just wanting attention from him. Not saying it's the way to go about it, just saying I feel. I understand. 
I, I've been there in past relationships. So I was like, it just sucks feeling like somebody's getting tired of you. And when that happens, it's like, it's, you know, when you get to that part of the relationship, though, that like it's ending, you just don't know when or how. Um, but yeah. My advice would be to just have an open mind and be realistic with what you and your partner can afford. Um, and maybe go listen to episode four, Arbitrary Adventure, because in that episode, I give a lot of date, date ideas, or, you know, you could even Google or use Pinterest for cheap date ideas. Um, and you can ask your boyfriend to do things with you. It doesn't always have to be him. You know, it's 2020 now, so girls can take initiative too and show effort. Um... I know that men like it when girls show effort, you know, because I'm an expert, so I'm totally not an expert. I'm, I'm kidding. These are just, these are all my opinions. I just get really annoyed seeing the same, like, five girls on Facebook or Instagram or wherever talking about how their boyfriends don't do anything super fancy. Like, my boyfriend literally one time brought me a red box and a beer. And I was happy with my life, so. Or he plays, he lets me watch Scooby-Doo sometimes. And, like, if anybody that knows me knows that I love Scooby-Doo, I actually did a whole episode on it recently. I don't remember what number it is at the moment, but I'm just saying it doesn't take a lot to actually have a date, you know? So I guess it all just circles back to be understanding. But also, if it's because your boyfriend pays zero attention to you, then maybe reconsider, uh, reconsider some things. I don't know. <laughs> so I wanted to get into the music review for this week because I'm super excited about it. If you didn't know, Halsey released a new song called You Should Be Sad. It's part of her Manic album, um, but I wanted to review specifically You Should Be Sad first. It drew me in from the beginning, and I don't know who hurt her, but I feel bad for them because she totally roasted them. This song was really, really good. Um, I think every girl who's been in any form of toxic or bad relationship can relate. Because um, at least to me, what I took out of it is that it was kind of just about getting the heck out of there. And honestly, a lot of people that are in bad relationships don't really realize how bad it was until later. Like hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Um <laughs> This is the year of realization. I just made that up. Um <laughs> But anyways, so yeah, I will say the part about being um, glad she never had a baby with him uh, seemed super specific, which is like totally fine and makes the song better in some ways because she's singing about her life and it seems more genuine. It just is a little less relatable to like everyone else. But honestly, I respect songwriters that or singers, songwriters that um, can write songs that are more true to them and not just writing what everyone else wants them to write. Um, so yeah, um, but I would say it's still a really, really good song. And I think it's like a daily commute playlist good. Like I could listen to it every day. I actually have been listening to it a lot. It's a good song, but it's part of the bigger album called Manic that she also just released. And she recently tweeted basically saying that she prefers the first time people listen to an album to listen to it in order the first time. Um, I'm going to see if I can find her tweet about it because I wanted to like directly quote what she said. So let me see if I can search that. Just because maybe her words will make more sense. Doo -doo. 
trying to find it. She's tweeted a lot about this, so I really need to read. But I just wanna, I just wanna find her quote. Oh, here's what she said. She said, I'm a firm believer that the first time you hear an album should be front to back, and so that's why I make them that way. Some songs go together, halves of a whole. So when Manic is out, please don't skip your excited asses to a random song. Just at least not on the first listen. So yeah, thought it was a really good album um, so far. I've listened to it, but I haven't like really deeply listened to it, so I'm going to go back and listen to it again. And I'll probably talk about it on my next episode. Um, so yeah. I also wanted to talk about you, uh, the show you, not you, because, like, you ain't that special. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You are. You're very special to me. Um, so I finished season one, which I thought was insane. I won't give too many spoilers, but I'm just gonna say possible spoiler alert. So if you're really into you and you don't want anything ruined, maybe skip, like, I don't know, a couple minutes. Um, so I've watched... A little over half of season two so far. And my predictions are that love is actually insane. And I also think Candace and love are eventually going to be working together. Either that or um, love love is going to end up thinking Candace is sketchy and will send her away to protect her brother. But that's just, that's, that's just my predictions for now. I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't finished. And I'm definitely going to be binging this show probably within the next week or so. So, we'll figure we'll figure out if my predictions are right after I finish the whole season. And I also wanted to talk about The Bachelor cuz if you know me, you know I'm that basic bitch that watches and loves The Bachelor. But I particularly love this season because I've loved Pilot Pete since seeing him on last season and I really wanted him to win. And now, either way, he wins because he's the Bachelor. So, like, he's at the end no matter what. So, like, totally rooting for Pilot Pete to find his love. But I will say a complaint that I always have with the Bachelor specifically is how much these girls cry over absolutely nothing. Um, and I understand that they're in a situation where they get their phones taken away. They, they're only really allowed to interact with each other. Or at least from my understanding, this is, like, everything that I've heard about the Bachelor. Like, they don't have a lot of outside, um, contact because they don't want them spoiling the show but a lot of people get really attached to the bachelor like before they even get there and then once they're on the show they're so attached that they cry because they didn't get five minutes with him they only got two but like it's just really annoying so that is my pet peeve with the bachelor but still love the show and still love pilot pete and i wanted to give advice um on being comfortable so to go off the episode where I talked about thongs making women uptight. I have some more some more style advice. I think that was the same episode I talked about construction vests being hot. So, like, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. But these are just my opinions. So, number one for style advice. Don't give a fuck about what people think. But disclaimer, do give a fuck when it's appropriate to. For example, like at work, don't I wouldn't show up in the wrong attire. Because you don't really need to be making a statement at your place of business. But be confident. Um, Number two, personally, screw fancy clothing unless it's a really special occasion. I'm all about comfort. Comfort is key to me. And I've noticed my anxiety is a lot better when I'm not wearing clothes I'm uncomfortable in. I don't know. I'm like really weird about um, certain sensory things. So I guess this is why. But, like, if I'm wearing comfortable clothes, I'm happier. 
and generally less anxious. So I mostly just wear some form of leggings or jeans with a t-shirt and some like vans or tennis shoes of some sort. Um, obviously I dress up for some events. Like I understand if, if you dress up every day because it makes you feel good about yourself besides like working. Cause we're not talking about that. We're just talking about when you're like, when you can dress casual, if you choose to dress fancy because that's what you want to do and that makes you feel good about yourself, then fine. But personally, just, just personally, screw that. I love comfy, comfy clothes. And my third advice is fuzzy socks. They're a necessity for me. Um, they're pretty much heaven for your feet. And I think it has to do with the sensory thing. Cause literally right now I'm wearing fuzzy socks with like this fuzzy ass, like pullover. And I just feel so, like, safe and warm and happy. So, I guess that advice wasn't really much advice. It was just saying, be confident and dress comfortably when you're allowed to. And then, the last thing I wanted to talk about this episode was, hashtag you're too old for. So, let's see. It's on Twitter, obviously. If you want, I say obviously, but you might not know that. But I ran into it the other day, and I thought it was pretty funny. So, hashtag you're too old, you're too old for having video game posters in your room. Can't relate. (laughs) This girl said, my mama just said to me, what's the number to Facebook so I can call them so they can help me? Mom, you're too old for Facebook. You're too old for doing cartwheels without stretching first. Honestly, everyone should stretch before any kind of working out, because that shit hurts even when you're, like, 10. Um, you're too old for eating spicy food after 8 p.m. Honestly, I don't think that's an age thing. Like, I just think you just shouldn't. Um, hashtag you're too old for (laughs) heck just about anything around or after midnight. (laughs) Can't relate, I'm a night owl, I hate mornings, which I went on a whole rant last episode about that. You're too old for petty drama, hashtag relatable. Um, yeah. So I would suggest looking up the hashtag you're too old for if you want to have a laugh because they're really funny. And I also wanted to say that I'm really sorry that I'm releasing a day late. I've had a lot of stuff going on mentally and I could not record yesterday because I was moving and I totally had every intention of recording the day before yesterday and I was just way too upset and it wouldn't have been as good of as as good of an episode not that this is you know best episode in the world but i just want to say thank you for being understanding and know that i appreciate you so much and i'm so sorry that i haven't had the most consistent um releasing of episodes lately but had a lot going on in college is a lot right now but yeah i just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listens and i appreciate you so much And if you guys need me for any reason, or you want me to talk about something, or just anything, really, you can contact me on Facebook or Instagram at Arbitrary arbitrary Advice, no capital symbols or spaces, on Twitter at Advice Arbitrary, and through email at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week. That 
was a Titan Cast episode.